Goeiemorgen, baie, baie, welkom by Praat Saam hier op RSG 100 tot 104 FM wereldwijd rsg.co.za Ons praat oor daar die bespiegelinge oor die Russische staatsenergiekorporatie Rossetam wat al reeds die Zuid-Afrikaanse kernkrachttender in die geheim ontvang het. Vijf lande, Rusland, Frankrijk, China, de VSA en Zuid-Korea, ding mee om die contract. Maar nou is daar bespiegeling dat weens die goeie verstandhouding tussen die Russische president en ons president, dat daar die contract al uitgemaakte saak is. Maar dit is nie waar we ons vir ochend gaan gesels nie. Ons gaan praat oor hierdie toekening en die proces van Zuid-Afrika, wat de kernkrachtcentrale, nege daarvan, reactorsliewers, um, van dit wil bouw, die einde van die jaar, gaan het hopelijk afgehandel wees, maar kom ons kry eerst van die departement van energie duidelijkheid oor wat die omstandighede is en wat die waarheid is oor die contract. Good morning, welcome to Praat Saam. Good morning. Thank you so much for your time and your availability. Let's just get clarity on the speculation. It is being reported in the newspaper that Russia has already um, been granted the tender to build uh, these uh, reactors in South Africa. Your comment, please. Uh, I wish to state uh, categorically that uh, Russia has not been uh, uh, awarded a deal for the nuclear new build in South Africa. The, the procurement process for the nuclear power plants has not yet started. Government will soon start a procurement process for the nuclear new build program, wherein this procurement process will be an open, transparent, uh, cost-competitive, as well as in line with our legislation in the country for procurement. It is expected that uh, by the end of this year, once a procurement process has been completed, government will announce the preferred uh, strategic partner or strategic partner countries. So it is, uh, there is no truth to the fact that the speculation that Russia has been awarded uh, a contract for the nuclear new build because the procurement process has not started. All that, the work that has already been happening is the work where in South Africa has signed intergovernmental agreement with uh, various uh, uh, prospective nuclear vendor countries which uh, include uh, the, the France, China, the U.S., Russia, and South Korea. And also discussions or negotiations are at an advanced stage uh, to also complete the intergovernmental agreement for Canada and Japan uh, as part of preparation for the procurement process. So the, 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 the stage at which we are at the, at the current moment is that the preparator work... Ons het hom nou like, blijkbaar ongelukkig verloor. 
dis nou uh, jammer te daaf oor, daar is nog een paar vragen wat ons, wat ek so wou dek, Jody kyk net op ons om weer in die handen kan kry, intussen net ons ander gans hier in die atelier wel geluister na die inleidende woorde van uh, meneer Zemelem Lambo. Um, welkom aan Leon Lou, hy is van Nuclear Africa. Leon, jy het gehoor inleidend die, die punte wat gemaakt is, maar ek wonder toe nou die heel tyd, wat is die kriteria waaraan hierdie lande wat dan nou hierdie tende proces meemaak, waaraan word hulle gemeet en hoe voorsien hulle in die behoefte wat Zuid-Afrika het betreffende kernkracht? Wel, voordat het tender kan wees, moet bepaal word wat precies ons wil hee, wat ja. voor haar voor hulle sal tender, dit is nog nie bekend gemaakt nie, so hulle kon nog nie tot nou toe getender het nie, en daar kan nie ooreenkomst wees nie, want daar is nou net een beginsel besluit van uh, 9600 uh, megawatt wat, uh, wat waarvoor getender gaan word, maar precies uh, wat daar meer saam sal gaan, is nog nie bekend gemaakt nie, en daarvoor kan daar nie een finale contract tot nou toe wees nie. Ja, maar om jou te onderbreek, meneer Mlambo is terug. Thanks so much, I'm sorry that we lost you, Mr. Mlambo. I wanted to ask you the criteria at how we will be judging some of these uh, countries. What are our needs and how do we expect them to fulfill um, some of our um, nuclear needs? Particularly if I look at the list of what some of them are offering in terms of training and development and economic growth. Speak to me about skills development and what these countries are offering and what we are likely to to need from them uh, uh, it's actually very important the skills development is a, a very crucial uh, element of preparation for the country to start a program and therefore uh, most of these countries are offering the opportunity where in the collaborative with South Africa on different matters on training and education. Uh, some of the countries, for instance, this year we have sent in 50 engineers to go and train in in China uh, for phase one of uh, nuclear training. In addition, when, this, when that first uh, 50 have completed their training, we're also going to send in 250 uh, South African uh, trainees to China to go and train on the various uh, levels of nuclear training, starting from the artisans, technicians, uh, undergraduate and postgraduate students, to make sure that South Africa is ready to deal with the capacity and the demands of the nuclear program. In addition, in addition, the Russian Federation has offered uh, an opportunity for 10 scholarships at a master's level degree on nuclear technology. Over and above that, uh, Russia and South Africa have signed a memorandum of understanding on skills development wherein South Africa will send 200 students to go and study at the universities in Russia uh, and other educational institutions for nuclear uh, for nuclear uh, courses and uh, different uh, trainings. Also, 
South Africa has got an existing program with South Korea, where in South Korea is offering opportunities to train uh, South African students at uh, a master's degree in nuclear. This program uh, has been ongoing and uh, up to date. There have been three uh, professional, three students that have uh, uh, qualified and got their degrees, and they are applying their knowledge in the South African industry. Just to interrupt with you quickly, to, sorry, with sir. With regard to China, with regard to France, France has also offered opportunities for 14 scholarships to train engineers uh, at different universities in South Africa. And in addition to that, uh, China would, France would also uh, take South African engineers to go for a hands-on training in the French uh, uh, nuclear Okay, so now we have and a sense of, sorry to interrupt you, we have a sense of what the, what's on the table and what some of the considerations are that we'll be looking at. Just to briefly, before I, I say goodbye to you, the financing models and the safety concerns that's been raised with the building of these um, nuclear stations, how are we addressing that and what are the discussions currently about that? Yes. Uh, as South Africa, we have completed now the, the, the cost, uh, the, the detailed cost uh, study for nuclear power, as well as the financing and the funding model, as well as the, the study on the economic impact of the localization of the nuclear new build program. And all of these studies have indicated to government that uh, the nuclear build program will provide a positive uh, impact into the economy of the country. It will uh, generate uh, thousands of jobs and it will create industries and catapult South Africa into a knowledge economy. We've also been able to give South Africa an indication based on uh, international uh, projects that are being constructed in different countries of what we see as figures that are being quoted uh, on the cost of nuclear. As an example, we look into uh, projects that have been constructed in Turkey, in Belarus, and uh, Pakistan, wherein we've uh, been able to see the quoted figures uh, indicating that uh, the, the exported uh, reactors cost uh, an overnight cost of uh, uh, five billion uh, uh, U.S. dollars per 1,000 megawatt uh, nuclear power station, okay. uh, which translates to uh, 40... 4200 uh, uh, $4, per kilowatt of, 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 of power. Uh, as an example of what the, 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 the international uh, projects that are being constructed by the newcomer countries have caused. So but it is important that we indicate that 
this cause that we just indicated are an example. They are not necessarily applicable to South Africa because the South African uh, conditions will be different and uh, various factors will be different from those countries that we've just talked about. South Africa will only be in a position to divulge its cost figures when a procurement process has started and South Africa has received the actual prices from the bidders. At this stage, the procurement process has not started. And therefore, we cannot talk about the actual South African cost figures because we have not received any bid, any bid to indicate what the actual cost will be. Okay, just hold it at that. Uh, I'm going to ask you to hold, Mr. Malambo. I have other guests that also uh, are part of the conversation. Sorry, can I just make a correction? Yes. The, the spelling, the, my name is not Malambo, it's Mbambo. Mbambo. My apologies, sir. Thank you very much for that correction. I appreciate it. Um, in Nier in die Indite Jeug praat ons ook met Nuclear Africa's Leon Lau. Jy het luister na wat meneer Mbambo hier sê oor die initiatieve, die oorwegings. Maak dit sin, want dit is wat kritisie sê, maak dit sin om nou so baie geld te bele in kernkracht reactors terwyl ons onmiddellike behoefte het waar daar nie aan voldoen word nie. Wel, dit maak sin om te bele in kernkracht, maar die vraag is wie moet die belegging maak? Die ander optie wat die staat het is om net eenvoudig die die kracht te koop en laat die bouwer van die kracht, die kernkrachtstasie, dit financier en die kapitaal versorg, so dat ons het nie kan doen nie en hoef te doen nie. En dit is debatteerbaar of ons wel dit kan bekostig. Meneer in Bambo is recht dat ons nog nie weet wat het sal kost nie, maar dit behoort wat verwacht word in die gebied van een halwe, ek weet nie wat het trillion in Afrikaans deesta is nie, maar maar een miljard of trilliard of wat ook al, maar een trillion, min of meer daar sal kos. Mense praat van, maar maar die punt is, hoekom moet ons dit bele? Ons ons moet net eenvoudig sê, ons vraag vir tenders om te koop, nie te bou nie. Die ding van een genationaliseerde krachtverzorger het ons al klare ervaring gehad met ESCOM, dat het eindelijk nie doeltreffend is nie en en nie sin maak nie en ons behoort het eindelijk te uitkontrakteer en die mark te liberaliseer so dat ons kracht mededinging, kracht mark in Suid-Afrika, het is min of meer al die lande van die wereld, al die lande wat meneer Mbambo genoem het, het in elk geval nou markte vir kracht en waar privaat ondernemers besluit wat om te bou. Het is asof ons die, die wiel wil herontwerp. Ja, ons hoef het nie te doen nie, ons moet eindelijk die model volg, wat hier in Zuid-Afrika eindelijk al besluit was in, in 1998, uh, dat ons uh, geliberaliseerde mark sal hee in energie, en dit is eindelijk lang, lang tijd dat ons dit moet implementeren. Het is bestaande beleid, het is die staatse beleid, ons praat nie iets van, iets radikaal nie, maar om die Eskom en Napolite beëindig en een mededingende mark en kracht in Zuid-Afrika te hee. So, dit maak baie sin om kernkracht te hee en een kernkrachtstasie en kernkracht besonderd in die Westkaps en die gebied, Jeffries, baie en so aan te bou, maar precies wie dit moet doen en hoe dit gedoen moet word, dit is eindelijk debatteerbaar en dit is nie duidelik dat die staat dit sal kan bekostig nie.
Ons gaan nou nou weer met Mambo Dauer praat, ons hoor net gauw wat John op die haar. John, morgen praat saam? Morgen, hulle net, wie wat, ek wil net sê, ja, nie, Mambo is, is totale bespiegeling, jy weet nou ons, ek dink die publiek is nou al een bykie um, keelvol vir bespiegelinge, maar wat ek graag so vir al twee jou gaste wou vraag is, wat het dan gehoord van PWMR, die uh, Pebble Bad Modulary Actor, uh, die, die Columbate Story, dit was 6-8 jaar terug geweest. dit het so goed gevorder, dit is gestop. Nou, wat is hoor, is dat dit het gegaan oor geld, maar so ver ek weet, het Duitse maatschappij daan ingekoop, en uh, jy weet, dit is een bouwer dat huis bouw, tot op vensterbank hoogte wil hy geld hee, en, en, die, en die geld was nie beskikbaar nie, en dit is heeltemaal totaal gestop, dit is nie op die ijs gesit, dit is gestop, ek, 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 ek draag nou soort van eerst aan kennis af, want mm. um, die, die geld is blijkbaar meer gebruik om stadions te bouw vir die wereldbeker, en ons kon met daai geld miskien drie uh, uh, Garib Damme in die Oranje-Rivier gebouwd, maar my, maar my primaire vraag is, hoekom is dit gestop? Dit was so goed aan die gang geweest. en dan hier die laatste wat ek ook van meneer Mambo wil sê is, ons het genoeg technici zo. jy weet NWI lei studenten op uh, um, um, in die chemische veld en soan, in die chemische veld is daar daai, daai uh, ingenieur sukkel vandag in die chemische veld, hier in Zuid-Afrika, hoekom wil hulle nou van China, Rusland en waar ook al mense inkry? Good. Bye, thank you. Good. Um, he's referring to the PBM modulator and why that was abandoned when we've made so much progress, Mr. Mbambo. Yes, I think uh, it's important to uh, provide clarity with regards to the PBMR. The PBMR was stopped purely because there were conditions that government had to uh, put on uh, the, 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 the PBMR that uh, in order for the project to continue, the project needed to secure a customer. So there wasn't a customer being secured uh, and the cost associated with the development of the project was such that government had to review its uh, position regarding the continuation of the project. But it's important to say the, the intellectual property and all the work that was done during the PVMR project is not lost because PVMR created a lot of knowledge uh, in South Africa. It's trained a lot of uh, nuclear engineers and nuclear professionals that were involved in PVMR. And these people have uh, been... Uh, applying their knowledge all over the world as world leaders in the nuclear industry. And they will also be able to, when the program starts here in South Africa, to come back and also contribute immensely in the pro, in, in the nuclear nuclear program. So the knowledge that was created and by the PBMR project is immense and it is beneficial for South Africa going forward into the nuclear new build. Remember also that when the project was stopped, the intellectual property uh, and all the relevant uh, documentation were put under care and maintenance. So that is still available for South Africa. Uh, So it is not lost. Ek, ek wil vir Leon, I uh, want to give Leon Lowe opportunity to respond to that as well and to, die, die, die sorge wat jy het, die bekommernis, die vraag wat jy het oor hierdie aankondiging wat die Departement van Energie gemaakt het. Ek weet het val in, en dit is die groter visie van die um, Integrated Resource Plan wat, wat aangekondig is in, in 2011 en die New Nuclear Program. So, 
om het nou te doen en gegeven die, die, die omstandigheden, die tekorten wat ons het, die ervaring met Eskom, die beerdkracht, maakt het sin? Geldelijk, jy het verwijst aan, ja, vroeger, um, hy het nou gepraat van die, die korrelbed, um, waarom ons dit geloos is, maar die kindigheid wat nie verloor is, nie. maakt het sin om al hierdie goed nou aan te pak? En hoe gaan dit werkelijk in die behoefte van Suid-Afrikaanse verbruikers op die lang termijn voorzien? Wel, kijk, ons plaat hier van een lang termijn project, dit sal uh, ek weet nie hoeveel, maar sê maar 10 jaar wees voor de kernkrachtreactor kern verzorg. Mm. Uh, ons krisis en probleem in Zuid-Afrika is een baie kort termijn een, uh, die, of ek is die, die kort termijn probleem gaan nie door kernkracht opgelost word, die, of die medium termijn. Uh, daarvoor ongelukkig het die staat alle beleid van 1998 af en die witskrif voor energie wat net nie geïmplementeerd is nie. En al wat die staat behoort te doen is dit eenvoudig te implementeren. Dit is onmiddellijk om, om toetrede in die, kern, in die energiemarkt toe te laat en mededinging in die markt toe te laat en binnen een maande sal daar uh, energie verzorgd word. Dus het is nodig om die uh, Eskom monopolie, die mislukte monopolie te beëindig soos alle belangrike lande, groot lande in die wereld al gedoen het, ons is, sit hier met een ou apartheid dinosaurus, uh, wat ons nou in, syke, in die krisis uh, laat. Maar die kernkracht gaan nie die oplossing wees voor ons huidige probleem. En die besteding wat als gevolg hier gaan sal wees, sal oor die langtermijn wees, nie die korttermijn nie. En of die staat in die langtermijn daar, geld sal hee, ek sal ons nog moet sien, daar is, ek, ek twyfel of dit moendlik gaan wees, en al wat hulle sal kan doen, is hulle eie beleid implementeer. Ek wil net gauw vir jou vraag, voordat ons gaan na uh, ons ander inbeller, aanvankelijk was die idee, dat dit uh, half soos een uh, uh, bag moest wees, ons moest focus op uh, 23% van, van hierdie groter plan, wat dan ons uh, kernkracht, ons, ons energiebron zou wees, maar dan zou ons die ontwikkeling van ander alternatieve uh, kernkracht uh, we, uh, ontdek, skep, uh, ondersteun. Dit klink vir my asof ons in die een richting trek, maar die pere word hier nie ander um, kan bemachtig nie. Nee, dit, dit sal recht wees, die, die, die percentage of die, die verhouding van kernkracht teen en aller bronne van kracht sal min of meer recht wees, min of Goed. meer in verhouding met die rest van die wereld. En ek moet sê, eindelijk moet de mens verstaan, dat kernkracht baie dierder is as wat het behoort te wees. Wat Fukushima voor die wereld bewys het, is dat het eindelijk baie veiliger is as wat mense besef het. Selfs die kenners het nie besef hoe veilig kernkracht eindelijk is nie. Daar is nie een enkele persoon wat geleid het onder, uh, onder enige gezondheidsnadeel uh, nie. En uh, so eindelijk wat ons kan doen is die koste van kernkracht as ons dit uh, goedkoper maak, afbring met de, met de half of twee, selfs twee derders van die kosten. Het kan die goedkoopste vorm van energie wees, uh, as ons net die lesse van Fukushima leer. Uh, Mr. Mbambo, I'm going to give you an opportunity in a moment. Um, our listener wants to touch on that point. Uh, more Johan, praat saam? Uh, more hulle net. Uh, ek wil net sê, ek het uh, nou nie kernkracht ondervinding nie, maar ek het vir meer as 30 jaar uh, krachtstaties gebouw. Uh, my punte wat ek het, uh, wie in die parlement is behoorlijk opgeleid om te onderhandel uh, vir hierdie kernkrachtstaties? Dan 2.2 die regeringse rekord van aanstelling van mense 
in uh, posities wat moet uh, hierdie goed beheer. Ons weet, uh, dit gaan oor kwalificaties en elke keer duik daar probleme op. En drie, die opleiding van die personeel en dan die uh, personeel wat die instandhouding van die krachtstaties moet doen. Ek dink die gewone krachtstaties het het nou vir ons bewys waarin gaan ons. Uh, Madupi, Kusili is ook een probleem en ons weet dat Eskom uit nie die bevoegde personeel om hierdie krachtstaties te bedrijf nie. Hulle meng in met die constructie uh, sy bedrijf dis hoe kom ons so sikkel, en, en dit sê net vir my, ons het een groter probleem, as die regering self uh, betrokken gaan wees, met aanstelling van mense, uh, die behoorlijke opleiding van die mense hulle net, en dit is vir my een groot bekommernis, as jy nie die rechte personeel, en die rechte poste het nie, vir alles het nog uh, bedrog is met kwalificaties. Dat is Johansen meaning daarin, Mr. Mbambo, he's concerned is about servicing, he's concerned is about who's going to negotiate um, these contracts, particularly in regards to competency and qualifications and also the independence of whoever uh, agrees to negotiate on uh, South Africans behalf and then to what I think more more likely checks and balances in place not to have a situation where there's a monopoly or a situation where there is out and out corruption Yes, I'd like to assure the listener that uh, the, 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 the government has got systems in place uh, for dealing with uh, the, the nuclear nuclear it is the government who is taking the lead in terms of negotiations of the various uh, matters related to the nuclear build. The Department of Energy has been designated as the procuring agent for government for this nuclear new build program. And the, the department is also working with professionals uh, that are highly experienced uh, coming from uh, the, the state-owned entities like uh, ESCOM, like uh, uh, NEXA, the National Nuclear Regulator, uh, other departments like the uh, Department of Trade and Industry, Department of uh, uh, Public Enterprises, uh, National Treasury, uh, mineral, and res- mineral and Resources, Mineral Resources, and other key stakeholders. Uh, Department of uh, Science and Technology. So there is a, a very uh, highly uh, uh, experienced and high-powered uh, uh, delegation of South African professionals that are involved in the nuclear nuclear When we uh, were busy uh, during the vendor parade, wherein we had invited these uh, prospective vendor countries to come to South Africa, to present their uh, technological uh, offerings uh, to indicate uh, how they plan to implement the nuclear new build if they were to be selected through a procurement process. Uh, There was quite a a high number of uh, professionals that uh, thoroughly interrogated the the, the, the technological offerings of these uh, vendor countries. So in terms of the experience 
South Africa has experience in the uh, nuclear uh, technology. We've got more than 50 years of experience uh, in terms of safe operations of our nuclear facility. This year, we've uh, celebrated the 50th anniversary of the Safari Research Reactor uh, in Pelindaba at Mexico. Uh, and also, uh, we have experience in terms of the nuclear power plant. Uh, uh, South Africa is the only country in Africa that's got a, a, a nuclear power plant, which is Quebec oh. uh, Nuclear Power Station, located in the Western Cape, providing electricity in that region. And we have operated this nuclear power plant safely for more than 30 years. And so South Africa has got a vast experience and capacity to manage and operate nuclear facilities. And Just in terms of safety, we've got uh, the National Nuclear Regulator, which is a safety authority uh, responsible to oversee the safety of operators of our nuclear facilities. And the safety in terms of international uh, guideline and standard and in our national uh, legislation is the responsibility of the owner and the operator in the country. Can so I having get... operated our facilities for more than uh, 30 years and 50 years research reactor, that means South Africa has got uh, capacity and the pedigree to lead our nuclear uh, facilities operation safely. Le- Leon, die onafhankelijkheid, jy het net toe gepraat van Eskom en die monopolie en um, dat het half soos dinosaurus van die, van die verlede is. Hoe gaan ons verseker, vir al het betreffende regulering, dat daar onafhankelijkheid gaan wees, dat daar gaan nie inmenging wees van die regering en, en weer war rooms wat geskep word om dan daar die krisisse aan te spreek nie? Wel, eerstens wil ek sê, ek stem heeltemal saam met meneer en Bambo, dat ons die vaardighede het en ons is heeltemal bekwaam om, om hierdie uh, onderhandeling uh, t, uh, te onderneem en die rechte contracteer aan te stel. Uh, wat miskien na gekyk kan word dier die departement, hy het gesê bijvoorbeeld dat het die departement, die regeringsdepartement van energie nie is kom wat het onderhandel nie, dat is baie baie belangrik, so mens moet besef hier al klaar, in beginsel is die ESCOM monopolie tot einde. Uh, hopelijk sal dit nie eindelijk oorgehandig word na Eskom nie en dat sal die, die regering die part van uh, department van uh, energie uh, ook besluit om dit een onafhankelijke eenheid te maak of soos ek gesê het eindelijk uh, die energie te koop van een privaat verskaffer van energie. Dit sal eindelijk eerste prijs wees, so laat die Russe of die Chinese of die Franse kom, dit bou, dit financier en uh, laat ons uh, of dier uh, die departement self of een nieuwe uh, entiteit of privaat contracteers die energie van hulle sal koop. Maar as dit wel gebou gaan word dier die staat en die staat die eienaar gaan wees, dan moet het nie eindelijk Eskom wees, en ek hoop hulle besef het, en ek hoop hulle gaan nie die huidige mislukte apartheid dinosaurus monopolie voortzet nie, en, en net eenvoudig uh, die land meer in een krisis en dompel as wat ons klaar in sit. Kan ons gauw nou uh, kyk na 2030, en ons, ons neem nou aan, ons het nou al tenminste, ons het nou die tender, en allemaal ons weet nou, en dit is ja. aan die bouw, 
aan die einde van die dag wil die verbruiker weet, gaan ek minder vir my elektriciteit betaal. Dit sal so wees as onze mededingende market. In Europa bijvoorbeeld, in, in, in Nieuw-Zeeland, in ander lande, India, is een baie goeie voorbeeld eindelijk India, waar hulle mededinging toegelaat het, het die prijs van elektriciteit gedaal, hier stijgt het, dat het die goedkoopste in hulle geschiedenis geworden. en India bijvoorbeeld het hulle nou te veel energie. 10, 15 jaar terug het hulle tekorte gehad, het hulle blackouts gehad, beetkracht soos ons nou het, en vandag sit hulle met een surplus van energie in dekade. Uh, alhoewel hulle 8% economische groei gehandhaaf het, so die economie het uitgebrei, energie het vinniger uitgebrei as die energie, weens dat hulle een uh, soortgelijke beleid ingestel het, as wat ons klaar in Zuid-Afrika het, en ek wil het duidelijk maak, dit is ons beleid, dus nie net eenvoudig dier die staat geïmplementeerd nie. Al wat, wat meneer Mbambo en sy, en sy eeuweknie in die staat moet doen, is hulle eie beleid implementeerd, en dan het onze oplossing wat verbruikers kan verstaan, goedkoper en voldoende energie sal verzorg. Het jy, na al hierdie lande wat ons gekyk het, waar my daar sê Frankrijk, China, uh, Rusland, ek dink meneer Mbamboot, ook gepraat van Canada nog la, uh, vroeger verochend, Zuid-Korea, as jy een voorkeer land het, uh, gegeven op hulle reputatie, as jylle meet aan die geschiedenis en, en die veiligheidsstandaarde vooral, wie zou jou voorkeer land wees en waarom zou so vernootskap met Zuid-Afrika vir ons voordelig wees? Wel, dat ek onmiddellik sê, al die lande wat genoem is, het uh, veiligheidsrekord, Rusland het natuurlijk uh, Chernobyl gehad, maar hulle daaruit geleer, en dat was weens dat hulle eindelijk nul veiligheidsstandaarde gehad het, uh, maar wat ons nou weet van, uh, van Japan en uh, Amerika en Frankrijk en Rusland en China, die hele lo- China bou kernkracht, uh, stasies en, en, en ander krachtstasies op een groot skaal soos India dit doen en wat ons weet is nee. allemaal veilig, kernkracht is die veiligste en als jij die standaarden afbrengt naar re- realistische vlak toe die goedkoopste vorm van energie wat tot ons beschikking kan wees Wel, ik moet vir jou groot Leon Lau van Nuclear Africa, hy het uh, ander verplichting wat ik nie in uh, die, in, in, enigszins in gedrag van bring, baie dankie dat jy kon inkom vir oogend, uh, Leon Lau van Nuclear Africa, wat ons gast was hier in Johannesburgse atelier, kom ons gaan onmiddellik naar ons lijnen toe, en dan praat ons verder met ons twee gasten, uh, ek moet net uh, ander gast verwelkom, uh, Dominique Doyle van Earthlife Africa, het intussen bij ons aangesluit, Dominique, ik ga nu bij jou kom, kom ons hoor wat het anoniem op je hart, en dan ook Adriaan, anoniem morgen, Goeiemorgen. Hou dit vir my kort en krachtig asjeblief. Ja, ek wil net sê, ek was verwonder aan die spanning wat krachtstaties, gewone krachtstaties gebouw het. Ons het die kindigheid en onthou, ons kan dit baie goedkoper doen. Want die, onthou die buitenland is nie een welsingsorganisatie, hulle maak een groot profijt. Maar ons mense sal nie aangestel word nie, want dan kan daar nie geld onder die tafel doorgedoen word nie. So kan jy nou al sê, dat, al het ons die beste kindigheid in die wereld, sal daar nie aangestel word nie. Goed, anoniem, dankie vir jou opinie daar van Bloemfontein. Adrian, hou vir my aan op lijn 3, praat saam, Adrian. Hoor jy net, ek wil hy net Engels praat. You know, I just want to say, first of all, you people are talking so much, you don't give the people that's phoning in time to also talk, but what I want to say, the longer you kibble about this, the longer it's going to take to do it. So the English people at what is saying is just do it and do it properly and get it finished with. 
Het is Adriaanse mening daardie, Dominic Doyle van Earthlight Africa. Dominic, you have concerns about where these um, eight uh, nuclear stations will be built? Uh, yes, for sure. Uh, we don't think that the selected site at Taste Point is, uh, re- is reasonable at all because of ecological reasons. They've only got one road going into the site. So in case of an emergency, uh, they wouldn't be able to evacuate in time. The other three sites mentioned, uh, no EIAs have been done. And then suddenly, yesterday or the day before, we hear news that the government's planning one for KZN. And KZN is a highly unsuitable area for a nuclear power station. Let me allow uh, the Deputy Director General to respond to that, Mr. Mbambo. Thanks. Uh, 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 yes. Uh, the government, through ESCOM, has done detailed work regarding the identification of the sites. Uh, in particular, the sites have been identified in the Eastern Cape, which is state-spanned, in the Northern Cape, which is Brazil, in the Western Cape, which is uh, Benefantin, and uh, also then when we look into the fact that uh, the government is going to uh, expand nuclear uh, with six to eight nuclear power reactors, depending on the technology that will be selected when the procurement process has been completed. It means that there is not enough uh, uh, capacity to for, for all these 9,6 gigawatts or for all these uh, uh, power stations to be built in those uh, uh, three identified potential sites. And also, then the issue is that we have to balance the transmission grid. And in order to balance the transmission grid, there is a need to identify also a site in Guazuli Natal, which is a province along the coast, because nuclear power plants uh, sites ideally have to be located along the coast, where you've got uh, uh, free water to provide the heat sink or the cooling system, cooling water. So the work with regard to the Guazulu Natal, there is a team of technical experts that have been involved and have identified through a desktop study that there will be a need to also locate a nuclear power plant in Guazulu Natal. But that work is still at a stage where it's at a desktop. So further work uh, will be done go through the, the next stages of identifying a site and doing a thorough investigation in terms of geological uh, drilling, geophysical data, seismic data, to finally uh, confirm <coughs> a suitable site within KwaZulu-Natal. But there is a need that has come very clearly that if you look into KwaZulu-Natal, it is one of the, uh, the, 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 the developing load centers, which requires a lot of electricity. And w- the situation at the moment is such that electricity has to be transmitted from the coal-fired power plant 
uh, which was situated in Pumalanga, right down to the coast of Guazulu-Natal, with, transmi- with, loss, with losses in transmission uh, of energy. If we can uh, build a power plant closer to the load center, that means within KwaZulu-Natal, to be able to supply electricity to the heavy industry within KwaZulu-Natal, that would balance the grid for the country. So there is a, a strong need that some of the nuclear power plants uh, needs to be uh, constructed within KwaZulu-Natal. But work for identifying the site will still continue. Uh, South Africa, when we are identifying sites for nuclear installation, we use the International Atomic Energy Agency guidelines, which prescribe the stages that we will have to go through in order to finally confirm a, a site. So the, 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 the calling should not be concerned that uh, there is no EIA that has been done to the KwaZulu-Natal. Good. Uh, the EIA has not been done because we are not at the stage of doing the EIA. Mr. Mambo? at the stage of site survey and identifying the site. Dominique, ik wil vir jou kans gee om uh, as daar nog ander bekommernisse is wat jy vinnig met hom wil bespreek, want ons tyd haal ons nou in, dat ons net kan aanbeweeg en kon kom by die uh, kommentaar van ons luisteraars ook. Is daar nog ander bekommernisse wat jy het, wat jy graag aan hom wil stel? I think, how long is it taken to complete that EIA for Casebook now? It's running at about 8 years, and although that site has been selected, the final EIA still has not been revised and still has not been given back to the public. And why? Because of huge public resistance. So to say that we're going to put a power plant in KZN and it's going to start producing power by 2023 and it still has to go through that huge EIA process and be engaged with communities, engaged with the public, that will never happen on time. It makes no sense. Mr. Mbambu? Have you have have you you decided already? Is it a given, um, or is this perfunctionary? This EA process that is just being done because it's expected of us to do it, and let's tick the boxes um, because there's some concerns that have not been addressed. We need to clarify the 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 the, 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 the first thing we must differentiate the site, the taste and and uh, the, the Dernafontein, uh, those sites, the EIA has been conducted by the by ESCOM and is at an advanced stage of a submission to Department of Environmental Affairs. With regards to the site that still needs to be identified in Guazulu Natal, the process is still at a early, early stages because there are still various... Uh, phases that have still needs to be uh, undertaken of uh, site identification, uh, site uh, analysis, site assessment, pre-operational site stage, uh, and operational site stage. When the, all of these stages have been confirmed, then the site will then be confirmed in Guazulu-Natal. And when we talk about from now up to 2023, there is sufficient time uh, for this work to be undertaken that uh, a site 
uh, would have been identified by 2023. But we must also remember that the site that has already been identified that has got an advanced environmental impact assessment will be the one wherein the first plant will be constructed. And then the other sites that are, will be investigated later will then uh, get other power plants that will be constructed. Because these power plants <coughs> need to be constructed uh, from 2023 right on, until 2020. needs to be commissioned from 2023 right until 2030. The power plants will be commissioned. So there will be different plants power plants constructed at different sites that would have been identified according to our according to our legislation and they would also would have had received the necessary record of decision the necessary record of decision from the environmental impact assessment they would have also been correctly been rezoned for industrial purposes so that work there is still enough Time that this work would be undertaken to make sure that by the time we are doing construction, sites have been identified, sites have been confirmed. Dominic Dill van Uitlaat Afrika, dit is ongelukkig waar ons moet laat. Baie dankie vir jou korttijd wat jou beskikbaar was om saam te praat. Um, daar is net nog een vraag van Freddy, uh, en ek wil jou vraag, please keep it short and sweet, Mr. Mbambu. He wants to know what happens to the nuclear waste that's created ah yes this is a very important point that is being raised by the the, the caller uh, in south africa we've got a, 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 a policy on radioactive waste management policy and strategy uh, which uh, uh, provide the government framework on how the country deals with radioactive waste and in addition in terms of our institutional arrangement, there is uh, an existing national radioactive waste disposal site, which is located in the Northern Cape. It's called the Valput. And this uh, radioactive waste disposal site has been in operation for more than 30 years. And it is a site wherein we store radioactive waste that is generated from uh, the country's nuclear facilities. Uh, the, the site uh, can accommodate or takes low-level radioactive waste and intermediate radioactive waste. And in terms of the high-level radioactive waste, our government policy at this stage is that that waste is stored on-site at the nuclear facility. And our nuclear facilities have been designed such that for their design life, they can accommodate the radioactive, uh, the high-level radioactive waste until such time that the government will come up with a final uh, repository site for high-level radioactive waste. 
That's where we'll have to leave it. Unfortunately, Mr. Mbambo, our time is up. Unfortunately, I cannot continue. Um, I would love to continue the discussion, but unfortunately, I have to say goodbye to you. Thank you again for your available time this morning. We do appreciate it. That was Mr. Zemele Mbambo. He is Adjunct Director General of the Department of Energy. We must have been short there, because the time has passed. But the essence of what he is beginning to say is that the that Russland reeds daar die Suid-Afrikaanse krachttender ontvang het, dat dit onwaar is, dat die proces nog steeds aan die gang is, en dat Frankrijk, China, VSA, Zuid-Korea, hy het ook genoem Canada, dat daar nog ander toetredes is, wat hulle oorweeg. Dankie vir die saamgesels, dankie vir die saamluister, uh, jammer oor al die Engels, vir die wat gefrustreerd was, uh, maar is altyd beter om het in die perzebek te hoor, zodat uh, so onze onze situasie beter kan besta- uh, uh, verstaan, en mense verantwoordbaar kan hou.